You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 39 of the Menovation. We are coming in so fresh and so clean this morning. <laughs> so we have a new format of the show. So Menovation is going to grow and expand. Menovation is going to grow beyond the four men that originally started the show. Abe, Ben, John, and Tyson. We feel that the show has to grow in order to keep moving in, in a really positive direction. Right. It has to grow in order to make sure it's sustainable. So we are we're growing the show into a community of sorts where uh, we're going to have guys that the four founders vet and bring on in a rotation with us. This is the goal. Uh, so Tyson, for example, has stepped out for a season and we have brought Anthony in to help uh, just give a new perspective and bring some more value to the show. And that's what we want to do. We want to continue to bring value to you, the listener, and not just simply continue to hear the same four opinions all the time. Right. So we're going to be trying to rotate guys in and out. Uh, and from that, we will also be expanding what the YouTube experience looks like. We're going to do our best to post clips from the show, long, longer form clips. Uh, but also, when one of the innovation guys in the community has a word, we're going to record it, and that's where we're going to upload it. And you're going to be able to see people and we're going to just start slowly expanding what we do and what we offer. But the idea is to be able to keep the show going. And we can't sit here and preach something to everybody and not continue to execute it ourselves from time with our family, right. businesses we're working on, just our life. And so that's where Tyson was. He's like, hey, he's like, I'm slacking these areas. I need to step back for a minute and I need to focus on, you know, he's newly married. He's trying to launch a business. He's trying to do all these things. And we can't be hypocrites. So this is something different. I don't know if it's ever been done before, but we're going to try it. And we're going to give it our best. And we believe that there's so much value in the men we'll bring in rotation with the show. We'll still be bringing on guests, those types of things. So can keep listening. There's a lot of exciting things coming on. And coming up, we are going to be doing a marriage episode, not only with us, oh, but our wives. Dun, so dun, dun. it's going to get crazy. It's going to get intense. So boys, if you want to know what women think, here uh, we go. You may or may not, but so today, so I did do that little disclaimer. Today on the show, we're getting hot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say hot, but we're getting heavy. <laughs> not hot and heavy, just heavy. It's going to get crazy. We're talking about one of the uh, buzz topics of today, but Abe is going to kick us off and kind of tell us what we're talking about and why. I hope we're ready for this. Huh? Now or never, <laughs> baby. Here we go. No, so we were just talking about uh, how the what what's going on in society right now, and and people thinking and pushing about transgen transgender uh, philosophies or ideas. I don't, I don't even know how to present it, you know, because right now mm. everything that you said can be, you know, it's on a in the hot plate. But uh, 
yeah, I think we have the right to speak as well. So we wanna we wanna speak about that transgender uh, uh, way of thinking right now in our society. Like I was listening to my one of my kids and the teachers right now they are encouraging encourage our students to read certain books mm. and without and that this is referred to to that same subject without telling your your parents. You know, I'm a little bit concerned about it because. If we uh, create that in our kids, you know, how are we going to... Communication is really important in, in our kids, you know, between fathers and, and, the, and the children. So yeah. if we break that uh, communication and said, you can read any kind of book, you know, as a parents, we need to we need to be able to have communication with them. But And then we just, we're just talking about it here and then uh, we decided to come with this important uh, subject that we're going to be speaking today. Yeah. It's uh it's intense with everything that's going on. How do we navigate it as men? How do we even define what a man is anymore? And how do we interact with a society who's trying to rewrite everything from down to biology to agendas in school? I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, you, if you're not living under a rock, it's kind of hard to not know what's going on with a lot of this stuff. So, so that's what we're diving in today. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting one. But uh, we didn't start this show to shy away from difficult subjects. So here we go, Ben. This was originally your idea. <laughs> Kick us <Well>. off. <laughs> so, so my wife and kids were, and my girls are what ten and and eleven. Where at the library, uh, they usually kind of read books in their age level and my wife was uh ran into a book that said what is gender uh and it says what exactly is gender how does it shape a person's experience of the world ideas about men and women should be ideas of how men and women should behave and of what they are capable of changes depending on culture and environment all people have unique gender identities so culture and environment dictate what your gender should be Interesting. Um, some people identify as male or female. Some identify with neither ca category, known as non-binary. Some identify with both. The way a person shows their identification to the world is called gender expression. And even today, stereotypes and beliefs of gender create opportunities and set limits. We have made progress towards gender equality and opportunities for women, but much work remains to be done. The progress made also threatened by recent crises such as COVID-19 pandemic. It's up to us as members of the world community to continue pushing for positive change. This is... This was a book? This was like the prelude to a book. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a wordy book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I was gonna, one of the things I was going to say is it, it always seems like there's a big word salad with uh -huh. that type of thing, right? Where your sex and your gender are two different things, right? You were born either male, female, or I guess like, like a, I don't know the hermaphrodite term, right? You have both parts. But then from that, we've created this thing where people can be whatever they want, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know. It always, I mean, for me, it always goes back to identity. Like, if you don't know who your identity is and you're looking for your identity, which we all are, especially when we're younger, when we're 
you know, preteens, pre, especially around preteens, teenagers, like everybody's searching for their identity. And it's just one more thing the world is trying to present kids. This is what your identity is. And then we're obviously running into issues like can men or can biological men compete in female sports? Right. Right. Or vice versa, which you don't ever see vice versa. So let's be real. Um, <laughs> because they did that. There was a guy who I think the UFC, he transitioned from being a man to a woman and he was competing in the UFC and he was fracturing their skulls. He, he, Dan mm-hmm. was killing him. Yeah. Because he was so obviously so much stronger than they were. So but we're getting into that today. Jump in anytime. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's good that yeah. you distinguish that you don't often see the other angle. You don't see men, I mean, women wanting to compete in men's sports. Yeah. It's always the men wanting to compete in the women's sports. Yeah. That's the, and that's the interesting thing is like, why? I but mean, we're doing all of this for gender equality. And how does that bring equality? Interesting. Interesting thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like what you said about, like, it's a search for identity. Because I feel like it's it's not only that, but it's also a mindset that mm-hmm. I feel like people have. Because I feel that people feel very uncomfortable with who they are, mm. who, they, who they're told they are. And I think that when, instead of, learning how to deal with that, they they go, well, I'm going to, this is how I feel. And because this is how I feel when I don't feel comfortable with who I am, what I was born into, oh, I can change that to, to fit who I think I am, to fit who my feelings are telling I am. Mm. It's it's a very interesting thing. I feel like it, it's a place where today's age, people are living off of emotion and living off of their feelings. Right. And there's not a lot of logic being, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. being used. And so it's just like, well, this is what I feel. This is, so this is what I am. This is what I should do because... I want to mention something, you know, once we continue... We we're not doing this on hate, definitely against oh, yeah. that yeah, no. people. Yeah. We're not absolutely not. That, that I think this is important. You know, we disagree with the idea of, of of transgender idea, right? The people we we love the people and 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 it's just what what the effect that is causing for those ones that that don't agree. You know, like our our children. You know, the push that they are getting right now at schools. Trying to make him uh, believe that as that is the right way of thinking, and 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 that is a that is a concern right now. Where we're seeing that push, so our generations are not gonna be properly functional in the next right. in the next during the next years. Well, that's the, <clears throat> and I gotta be just one hundred percent honest, like because as Christians, you know, they have the saying, "Don't hate the person, you hate the sin." Right? right in us in in our view, it's there's no different, right? We don't hate the person, we hate the ideas that are being espoused, yeah, because you can have ideas that you do not like, right, and just to make something very clear, at least from my perspective, everybody else can have a very different perspective. Mm-hmm. You will not have my kids, mm-hmm. and if you think you can come into my s- schools or whatever and tell them that because I have two girls, 
right? And then tell them because they feel like this one day that, oh, you must be a boy. And then you're not going to communicate with me as their caregiver because you don't take care of them. You haven't changed their poopy diapers. You haven't stayed up with them all night to take, you know, you haven't done any of that. And to think that you can replace me as their parent ain't going to happen. Right. So I'm sure everybody has their own feelings about this because we all have, you know, Anthony, you don't quite have kids yet, but everybody has different stages in this. And that's the beauty of it is, um, and that's, and that's, that's the thing. Once you're 18, you do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. You want to, you know, change your gender, you want to be gay, you want to be a pony, I do not care. <laughs> right. But, you know, when, and that's, I think that was, that's what really sparked a lot of this is when you're being, when you, these ideas are being espoused to very young children. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we each have different ages. Like, my kids are four and under. I have never talked about sex with them. That has never been a conversation. Right. Right? I mean, your kids are 10-ish. 10 and 11, yeah. Yeah, so you can probably speak a little more to this from that context, but like, I, I don't ever remember that being a thing, ever. Yeah, right. You know, that's when you're like, me getting into middle school, right? Yeah. You start to yeah. notice, oh, girls are to like your like little crushes in elementary school, mm-hmm. those types of things. But it was never like this weird thing where, and that's the true damage that I see is like when you have these really young kids that they're making these really life-altering decisions. Because after, like I said, when you're 18 and you want to start doing some of this stuff or whatever, or or before that, you want to dress up as the opposite gender and be told the name, that's one thing. But when you're doing these life-altering things, Mm -hmm. because think about it, if you're taking puberty blockers before you hit puberty, that's going to affect you to some extent, right? Right. Because your body's not going through its its thing. Or obviously, if you're going through a mass transition where you're changing your your, your biological sex Mm-hmm. It's but just yeah. There's so much more to it. We we change our we change so much from when I remember the girl that you like when you were 13. Sure. When you look behind, when when you look uh, back, and then you're 18, you look back. It's like how could that be possible? You know. Yeah. I so we change so much, and that that will be my concern for a kid. Like I've seen kids on, on in a TV show the other day, 11, 12 years old getting hormones to change, you know, uh, their, their, their gender mm. and the parents just being supportive, paying a lot of money, actually, even though they have to sign a paper saying that this is going to put your, uh, your life at risk. So the kids can't sign, but the mm. parents will do, you know, because that's what the kid wants. So, um, I can't even imagine when you reach 20 and then you realize like, Oh, that was not the decision I would have liked to have, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. we are in process. We are in process, and I think maybe after the twentieth, I, I don't, I don't even think that I was ready when I was eighteen to take a decision like that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, was still not able to understand a lot of situations. Yeah. I was eighteen. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, well, there's, I think there's science that proves that like the brain isn't fully formed until like you're twenty five. Yeah. Like, I'm almost there. It doesn't feel like it at times. But Could you think about making a life-altering decision like that? No. Crazy, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, where I was at 14 is completely different to where I am at 24. Totally, totally. Same as 18, same as 21. Like, I was constantly changing, constantly evolving, constantly growing. And Mm -hmm. so it's so weird to have something be so life-altering such a change at a very young age that could be like pretty much permanent 
you know, as you're technically, you're, you're still growing, you're still developing as a person, yeah. both yeah. like psychologically, mentally, and physically. Like that's. Yeah. I, I got yeah. a friend uh, who has uh, tattoos and, and his body. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like he, he's, he's like 55. And I remember 10 years ago when I was talking to him, he's like, I regret it because now every time I go to a business meeting, you know. What, did, what happened to him? He, he just has a lot of tattoos, right? Oh, tattoos. Tattoos, okay. an excessive mm. amount of tattoos, you know, and he's a businessman yeah. right now. Yeah. So he said, now when I'm on this environment and I, I, I get people, I get, or, you know, we're going to a pool during a reunion, mm -hmm. you know, I get, I'm the only one that has, is, has covered. fully tattoos, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a little bit uh, embarrassing for me now in, in the, in the area that he's develop, he's working right now, right? Yeah. So um, that's a great that's a great point. Yes, because I mean I remember the tattoos I got when I was younger, versus now, mm -hmm. I would never do that. Yeah, looking back, I was like, you know, I obviously I'm not going to remove them or anything, but like I'm totally different, totally different person. Yes. Every few years, I feel like I'm constantly my pins changed on something or whatever. They also yeah. say like every <laughs> seven years. Yeah. That's the thing. Like every seven years, you're a new person, essentially. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. like you said, like who you are at seven, you're not at 14, yeah. hence 21, Definitely. 28, and so on and so forth. Like you're constantly growing, you're constantly shifting. Things that you liked uh, originally, you feel completely different about. Yeah. Like, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. And yeah, like who you were and thought you'd be for the rest of your life, you look back and you're like, I was a freaking idiot. Yeah. Like, what was mm -hmm. I doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my daughter was asking me for a piercing on mm. his nose, and she is uh, right now 14. Mm. I said, no. Me and my wife said, no, you don't know what you're asking right now. Yeah. You know, you might regret it in the, in the future. So, as you said, maybe when you yeah. get mature more, you know. Well, that's the thing is I think that's what's interesting is you made a very interesting comment is, you know, these parents are just wanting to support their children. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, you have kids around this yeah. age, like, because I think about my kids, I'm like, really? They want, they yeah. want to eat ketchup and barbecue <laughs> sauce for dinner. Uh -huh. You know, they want, you know, all these things little kids want. And it's no different as they get older. You are there to guide them, yeah. not to give into their whims. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the thing is none of the data supports this where, you know, just because you transition, you're going to be happier. It's the suicidal rate is the exact same, yeah. right? If not worse, because yeah. you can't go back, right? Yeah. And that's what's weird is, I do think that's I think there's a certain level of the population that suffers from this, right? And but to act like it's this big, I think is way overblown. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I think it was the same thing. And again, people are going to hate me for this, but I think it's the same thing with the gay movement. I think there was actually way less people that were actually gay than were actually. You know, mm -hmm. but it's it was like it becomes a fad. Oh, everybody's gay now. No, there are certain people that are gay. Absolutely, sure. But then, but it was the same. I don't know. I just noticed these different things over the years, where it's like this thing, this identity piece tries to get inserted into society. And I'm like, as parents, we are not leading. We're not right. leading anything. You know what I think it is, and I've been thinking about this for a while. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like people not only are like confused, but they're confusing certain things. So I feel like they're confusing love with like, oh, 
I support like everything, every decision, yes, everything that you choose to do. I'm 100% on board. And I don't think that that's the case. So it sort of feels like, I think people get really confused when people are like, oh, you say you love me, but you don't support anything that I believe in. You don't support mm-hmm. anything that I feel like I need to do. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, I love you. I don't think you're making the right decision. Yeah. But like, I still love you. I still care about you. And I think people get that, those wires crossed. They get those things kind of confused. Mm-hmm, totally. And yeah, well, that's fed into a lot of it, right? And that's been going on for years. I'd say 20 years, right? Plus where it's like, if you don't support everything, because teenagers say this, you've probably experienced this a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. like, no, I love you. Don't support my dreams, dad. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying X, Y, and Z, you know, or I don't know. That's, I mean, with homosexuality, it's okay. You choose to love this person of your same gender as opposed to, you know, the person of an opposite gender. That's fine. But with with gender itself, I don't know that that's a choice. That's biological. Yeah. Right? Like being able to transition your gender just because you're taking hormones and doing surgery, your body still doesn't do the things that you want it to do as the opposite gender. Like just because I turn myself into a female, I'm not going to have periods. Well, that's the thing. It's like when they're like, men can menstruate or have babies. I'm like, no, they can't. I don't care what. Anyway, right. no, they can't. Where's it coming out? That's the thing. It's like, you know, <laughs> or like, all the way. Like, like that's the thing. It's like right. when they're like, oh, a transgender couple had a baby. I'm like, yeah, because one of them has a penis and one of them has a, you know, yeah. ovaries. Like, no shit. It was probably right. a surrogate. Like, yeah, or a surrogate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's all these things that, I'm like, and, but, and then the funny thing is like the transitioning part, I think is more of the extreme. Right. And then when you see all this stuff, like there's a thousand different genders, right. And they come up with all these different terms and pronouns. And, and then and I remember seeing one story where I think this was a person on Twitch who was identifying as a deer and like literally a deer and Abe's your eyes has got real big, but it's just, but they were like, anyways, and I don't remember the whole story, but I'm like, what is happening mm-hmm. where, like, where's your parents? And maybe they're not around. I get that. Yeah. But as men, we have to step up and we have to step in the gap. Like, and I hear heartbreaking stories where, you know, one parent wants to let the child transition, the other one doesn't. So then they're taking them into court and they're doing all these things. And like, now we're in a society, like, who are they ultimately going to support? Right. Right. Like we should not be letting our children making these massive decisions, period. Especially when they're so young. I also feel that with that movement, I also feel like at times it could be hypocritical on itself. So like a man transitioning into a woman, like to the public, that's okay. Woman transitioning into a man, like that's okay. Or they want to be an animal. Okay, cool, whatever. But then like you see stuff like where like there's like a 65-year-old man and he's mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I'm a 12-year-old girl." And they're like, "What is this? Totally. This is horrible. This cannot happen." And well, it's like, "Well, yeah. if you open the door to a world of possibilities, like it's almost like what do you expect at some point it's going to come down to the point where okay, this seems ridiculous." And it's like, "Whoa. Okay. Well, that's the thing. It's like, where does it stop? <laughs> that's the thing. It right? Doesn't. It doesn't. That's the thing. It's just continuing to go. Yeah. You're just feeding into something. Have you heard uh, the story about Oksana Malaya? 
that the girl that at three years old was his, the uh, ones her that parents raised by wolves yes by wild dogs wild dogs and then mm. they rescue her I think when she was 10 or 11 and then she act like a dog everything that she does yeah yeah and and so if we support that you know we support those actions kids they're gonna become they're gonna become what we support you know that's the thing is like they're so they're so malleable at that age yeah right? every single thing that yeah. we do and that's what's hard but every single thing we do has a has a consequence with them so one of the things that my dad uh, told me uh, this is the I think I keep this advice in my life is and he said to me a uh, be a man and those two words and this is what uh, King David told Solomon when when the, when David was dying um, and I was like well what do that means you know and then he explained to me uh, we, we are being made with purpose. Men's are protectors. Men's mm -hmm. are to provide. Men's are men are providers. Men are stronger than women for a reason. You know, so you you want to stand up in front of the, of the situation to defend your family. We we've been made made for that. That's what when you put. That's what what the comment you were you were saying, uh, Ben, that trying to put the, uh, a woman fighting men. The, mm -hmm. the woman is not made for that. It's not no. made no. to stand. You know, they're stronger in, in, in certain areas. We want to we, we wanna recognize that. I'm not going to say they're, I don't want to say that they are weak, but um, the fact that 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 principle, like we are uh, physically made different, you know, with different capabilities, different mm -hmm. abilities. And I'm not saying that we don't need the, we need the woman. <laughs> we need, we need them in an area. But that advice, it just hit my life. And then the biggest one was like, you don't do uh, what you want to do. You do what you need to do. Mm. So right at this moment, we are telling our, that's telling very, our that's kids. That's biblical. That's biblical. Yeah. Yes, we are telling our kids, hey, yeah, that's what you want to do. Go ahead. I'm going to help you, you know. And that's a problem. Because again, mm -hmm. if we let them eat ketchup every single night, you know, or or junk food, you know, like fried food and we, 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 where are we taking them? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Like, I agree with, like, everything that you said. You know what's funny is that I don't think people are hearing that. No. So, like, no. growing up, like, they're not growing up with, with what you're saying. Oh, this is why. This is your purpose. This is your calling. Like, they're not getting that. They're getting the all this stuff where if a kid's, like, crying, someone said, like, oh, man up. Like, yeah, yeah. Men don't cry. Yeah, like, yeah. men don't know your emotion. Yeah. Or, like, you put that in sports or you put that mm -hmm. in whatever. You keep yourself busy. Yep. You ball that stuff in. They're not getting th that. They're getting all the half stuff. They're and getting then, the toxic portion yes. of everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. And that's where you kind of yeah. get into the toxic masculinity that everyone kind of loves to bring up nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, you get into that and you get into the point where there's... If you ask why, you're not going to get that answer. If you yeah. ask a certain question, it doesn't seem like they even know. It just says, just do what I tell you because I said so. Like, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, it's destructive to yeah. an extent. Yeah, it's, and then we've talked about that a little bit in the past. It's like when, you know, because we're talking about the generation that came out of World War II and all these wars, and it's like they were so damaged that when they went into raising kids, 
there was there was nothing, right? And then you had this weird thing where men have lost their purpose and then they became there was this huge shift that was too much of a swing because I totally agree with you where you know, hearing those things without context, it's like yeah, it could be really bad. But but that's the thing is another thing is it always boils down to an identity issue and a value issue. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because you say women aren't X doesn't mean you're taking away their value. Or when you say men aren't X doesn't mean you're taking away their value. And there's this weird thing is like, oh, you're saying I can't do this, so now I'm going to do this. And it's like women have been able to do whatever they want for so long and people still migrate to natural things. Majority of teachers are women. Majority of healthcare professionals are women. Right. Like the majority of social workers are women. They can go wherever they want. Right. You know, and the majority of engineers are men. Majority, you know, all these things. And it's like, it's not saying people can't, but they're still going to be, because they talked about that. Uh, there were studies coming out of like the uh, the countries, the Netherlands countries, Sweden, mm-hmm. all this. They did the same thing mm-hmm. where they've been free. Like they've been more free in that sense where men, women can do whatever they want. And they still migrate to certain things by the vast majority. Right. Yeah. And, but then when we get to this point where I'm just going to be this one day, or I'm going to be this one day, I'm going to be pansexual, or I'm going to, it's just like, you're looking for an identity. And, but then yes. you want, and, but when someone else doesn't validate mm-hmm. your identity, you flip out. And I'm like, that is the problem. Because you will never be happy chasing mm-hmm. all these things to right find there, right. your identity. Because mm-hmm. your identity is not in your sex. Yeah. It's yes. not in your person you're dating. Right. I hate to tell everybody this. It's not in your job. Like, it never will be. Like, right. you keep searching for it. Though. Yeah. It, yes. Because yeah. so, you're thinking maybe I'll find it. Exactly. You, you won't. Exactly. <laughs> just, right. just think about it, you know, like, like, talking to my daughters, is like, the chance to find the right person for your marriage it's it's it it's a challenge it's sure. a challenge sure and now you become a transgender or you change your gender and now you're trying to find a partner what mm-hmm. are your chances to find a really good partner that can love you that way you know mm. and, and and there might be people saying yeah i have i have a good one but i've seen people being mistreated because of, of that you know wow you know they 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 just abuse yeah. them because so we'll, we'll get this to the next episode because... Is it gonna, time now? Oh, no, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I told but like, the wow. thought I want to talk about in the next episode is how do we navigate that as men? How do we talk to our kids? How do we lead our communities? But yeah. let's continue to unpack okay. this. So the, the question here is, and, and I'm going to bring it to the table and see. Um, I grew up with the idea and I think it's, it's, it's a belief for me. Society is, is, is composed by family. It's made by families right now. Um. I believe that what's happening is the families are becoming dysfunctional. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that is, uh, we have in, 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 in the place I work on, I, we have uh, a system that is called the five why, you know, to ask why the problem it's, it's, it's showing. You ask why five times, right? That was a Toyota philosophy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Part. And then they, 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 they did that. So um, if we, if we want to say why this there's people trying to change their gender, you know, and if we analyze, if we check the the backgrounds of their where they're coming from, um, 
if we find out that there are families that are dysfunctional, sure. not having a parent, you know, and that's why Anthony's testimony last week was amazing, you know, just to hear the way he was raised. And I'm, I was amazed for, you know, the way he is and, and right now he's influenced, you know, but now the question is, what is this something that is related directly to, because we're losing families? I think so. I, I feel like, a lot of the conclusions that I, I tend to draw for myself about whether it's um, transgender, whether it's homosexuality, all that stuff, I feel like there's always a certain link in, in some cases to family, whether there's a parent that's absent from the home yeah. or um, you had your parents, but they mistreated you in, in a certain way. I always feel like there's, whatever it is, there's a certain lack of something. And a lot of times I feel like it's love. Mm-hmm. In, in, a, right. in many ways it, it's a lack of love in a certain area and so whether it's not growing up with both parents in the house or no parents in the house or gl- growing up in an abusive household or where certain family members may have mistreated um right. the person that all has an effect in in a way and it yeah. usually kind of just rabbit holes down to where it is um, to where, like, you may have a person that was, like, molested as a kid, and they may sure. end up as, you know, someone that's transgender or whatever, and they may look like two separate different things. Absolutely. Can, like, how are you even comparing them? But if you were to, like, link, okay, well, how was your childhood like? How did right. you grow up? What was the environment? What was the atmosphere around that household? Was so-and-so in the picture? Um, when did you think things changed for the worst for you? Or did you notice something that didn't feel right? And you just kind of unpeel on pill. You get to something to where I always feel like it it's, has something to do with family, whether it's family or lack of. I would so, agree. I feel like it's major. I, I'd, if you made a decision as an adult that that's what you want to be, then cool, go do it. Right. Well, let's. Uh, you can't decide to go buy liquor until you're 21. Yeah, that's the rule the government has made. Well, okay. If that's the case, then when you're 21 and you decide you want to be a female and not a male anymore, then by all means, go for it. Do what you need to do. I'll I'll support it. Yeah, but don't come program my kids. Yeah, that are five, six, (laughs) and tell them that they're not what they are and tell them that it's okay to feel like they're trapped in a different body. I mean, those kids are still learning. They're they're developing in their formative years. Don't program them at that age to think the way you want them to think because you've decided down the road that you know, you don't, yeah. you no longer are the gender that you were born yeah. as. And I, and I feel like some of it stems to, to yes, I totally agree with you. And yes. Um, and what I think is interesting, and I think so much of it is stemmed from, is cancel culture. Because when did we forget what it was like to be an angsty middle schooler, right? Where we're awkward, we're going through puberty, we're doing all these right. things. 
and we're looking for our identity, right? We're doing all these things, especially when maybe you come from a broken family, because I know I was. I was looking for all these things. I was doing drugs. I was doing all these things. When, like, why are we not being honest and saying, what you're going through will pass? What, you right. know, you're struggling with who you are. It will pass. Mm-hmm. And as parents, right. you know, what you were saying is like, it's not up to the world to give our kids identity initially. It's up to right. us. Yes. Right. So that's why I totally agree with both of what you're saying is we're, we stopped being honest with what's going on. We stopped speaking truth, mm-hmm. right? I, I could have swore I've heard a study that the majority of like homosexuality stems from something with the family, right? Whether, and that's the thing is like, people don't want to be honest, but like, oh, I had a perfect family when it come to reality, you probably didn't, right? <laughs> right? Like, and again, I'm not saying that, no. you know, that's the only way things come about, but if, as Christians, if we're being honest, God made man and woman, he made the family, he made all these things, he made for a man to be with a woman, all blah, 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 blah. And when you have variations from that, something had to have happened, whether it's a generational thing, mm-hmm. whether it's a structure in the family, like we have, to, yeah, we, mm-hmm. have, we have to be honest. Like we can't just continue to be like, oh, you're an angsty middle schooler, so therefore you must be the opposite sex or you're all these other bajillion things. That's not reality. Right. And that's not the truth. It's like when my kids reach that age, it'll be my job, and I think this is the job of men, to walk through them with like, hey, yeah, it's confusing right now. You got all these, especially as women, you know, you're, you know, even younger for them sometimes, right? Nine, 10. You're going through all these things and it's super confusing. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to live it a little bit in that that moment, because we all did up until twenty years ago, right? It's like right. what what were people doing all before that? Like, just it. We have to be willing to speak truth and be like, no, you're not a cat, right? You're not this. No, you're not. This is what you are, because we don't do that anymore. We don't right. prophesy. We don't speak right? We don't speak, no, you're not X, Y, and Z. You're this. Not even just yeah. gender or whatever, but just in terms of their value and their identity. Yes, I, I agree. I think that uh, Sorry, we I have keep stopped getting heated. No, that's good. No, that's good. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I think we need, and, and right now, I, I'm just seeing like we are putting too much on, on, uh, on, the, on, the, on the load for those kids. Like right now, it's not just Male and female. Yeah. Well, you have oh to gosh. deal with all this. Even more confusing. Yes. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, the people is forcing, I mean, uh, the ones that are, that are favor on this, they're forcing our kids. They're trying to put that, those ideas of freedom. And I think mm. uh, rebellion, it's one of the characteristics from devil. Come on. Rebellion Come is, on. is the, the, the things that... that, that that the, the devil in you know did against against the principles of God right so and, and they we are telling our kids this is good and and this is what you can do you don't need to tell your dad you don't need to tell your mom you know and that that's that's, that's a, a problem thing. right there you know yeah. and, and and now instead we are like yeah we need to support him because that's what that's what they were created so that's a huge mistake and it's going to be bad in, in for the next years. I don't know how our kids, well, I know how our kids are going to define their identity, but society, you know, the kids that we send into school because right now it's a, it's in school. School is yeah. being a problem right now. 
there are teachers pushing for that, you know, like do what you feel is comfortable to do to you, you know, yeah. and follow your passions or your dreams or, you know, in, yeah. in, in that way, in that sense. So that is a problem. You know what I think it also is, is when you reach around like 10, 11, and especially going into 12, 13, 14, especially in high school, yeah. you reach that point where obviously you're going through puberty, you're going through hormones, your emotions are all out of whack, and you may be lashing out, all these things, doing things that you don't typically do or normally would do, and you don't know what's going on. I feel like in the past couple of years, I think parents probably are just like, oh, well, this is just a phase. Like, mm -hmm. this is just what they're going through right, right now. Yeah. And... Uh, what's crazy is that because you're going through all these emotions and you're not understanding what's going on, everything in that moment feels like it's life or death. Everything feels dire. Everything feels mm -hmm. like it's yeah. mm -hmm. the, every problem seems catastrophic so right. when it really isn't. And so I think it's easy sometimes as like when you're older to be like, ah, whatever, like, It's not that important. It's not whatever. It's so true. To the point where it, they almost probably feel offended because it's just like, well, you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't understand. You've never been like this and blah, 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 blah. To the point where they're like, well, I can't talk to you about anything because you're just going to brush it off and you're not going to hear me out. You're not going to listen to me. That's a great point, all. man. And That's really good. To the point where they then go to what is social media saying about them? Mm -hmm. What is going on TV or streaming right now, what are they saying? Because there's a lot of shows that have these 25-year-olds <laughs> playing teenagers mm. and they're showing all this stuff as, oh yeah, this is normal. This is okay. This is acceptable. Yeah. And they're seeing that and they're modeling that to an extent mm -hmm. because that's what they're relating to because that's what they're facing at the moment to top off You have what school's trying to implement. You have what they're trying to get in their brains. And it's just a hodgepodge of just mess yeah. at that point. You touched on something I think was really, really good is I think sometimes as we get older, we lose a little bit of what it was to be that age. Relatability. We, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's exactly kind of what you were speaking to is like they don't feel they can relate with their parents. And then so therefore they go someplace else. And so we're going to dive into that in the next episode. Right. Is it over now? It's over, baby. <laughs> no. Yeah, that fast. I told you this topic's <laughs> going to get crazy. But I want to navigate a lot of that in the next episode because I think that's important. How do we relate? Because I think that's a good like thing. How do we speak truth? How do we lead? How do we do all these things as men, as leaders of our home? Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, leave a review, but we're on all podcast platforms. So don't be shy. Head over to Instagram. I know some of you who've listened to the show. I see you on my map all over the world <laughs> listening to us. Follow us on Instagram, Menovation. Check us out on uh, YouTube at Menovation as well. Right. And we will check you guys in the next one. Peace.